Great afternoon, everybody. Great, great. Oh, crap. I said afternoon again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh -uh. Great morning, everybody. Great, great morning. This is episode 77, I believe. Can't confirm, but we think it's 77. Let me just double, let me just double check. I know it's seventy. Yep, seventy seven. Let's 77 go. Seven in the books. Luka Doncic. Let's go. Love it. Love it. Love it. Caleb, how's your week been? Um, the week has been strange. Super busy yet super not. I recently had a surgery on my knee, and uh, worked from home all week, which is super weird for me, but. Busier than I thought it was going to be, but anytime you're working from home, it's always slower, right? Always. Hope you, you even said uh, my answer rate went up. Oh, yeah. So, usually, I know never to call Caleb, even though sometimes I do. I know it's no chance of him picking up, you know, just because just cause he's a baller and he's busy. But now <laughs> that he's home and can't move around as much, uh my uh, answering rate went up to like 50%. That's pretty solid. <laughs> That's pretty solid. Now I know I have a chance. I have a shot. Like 50-50, I'll take it. But like before, it was just throwing up a Hail Mary. Like So usually I text or Snapchat or, you know, whatever. Uh, so it's been great. It's been great. Um, what about you, though, Coop? That's my life. What about you? I'm I'm great, man. A um, lot, of, lot of irons in the fire right now. Uh, just trying to get things organized, cleaned up a little bit. Uh, can't can't complain too much, man. Just um, just chugging along, dude. Uh, going going through this permitting process with the city. Uh... <laughs> Makes me you know, wonder, but... like, if people were doing it ten at a time. You know, say it again. It makes me wonder if people were doing this ten at a time. You know, just the systems that they would have. I don't get what you're saying, dude. Oh, like so we're we're dealing with one city and one set of permits. What if you know you were a house flipper flipping ten homes at a time? Gotcha. Or if you were opening four restaurants in four different states? Gotcha. That's why yeah. you have to have a team, bro. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Like why you have? Why well, you gotta have a team? Uh, but no. Other than that, man, everything's going great. Uh, can't complain. I'm trying not to give too much of the sauce away, Caleb, because uh, that's gonna be for a future episode. <laughs> sure. Sure, but whatever, also, you, whatever you want to do, Coop. It, it's it's <laughs> no, it's great. It's great though. Um, you know, I feel like we're a lot closer than we've ever been for our project, so that's great. Um, so yeah, I mean, not, nothing, nothing too crazy. Family's great. Um, are we gonna? Are you guys gonna say about what you Snapchatted me the other day? I mean, I don't feel it's relevant. Do you? Well, I mean, it's, bro. <laughs> like, okay. That's that's my partner being Mr. <laughs> Systems and Structures and no emotion. It's all good. It, to me, it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. It's all good. I, I just I'm happy for you. That's all. It's all good. It's all it's all good. We don't need to bring it up. Uh, happy, happy wife, happy life. Um you know, we we got our pregnancy going on. A lot of people really want a guy or a girl. I did not care at all. You know, for me it's healthy healthy baby, happy KB. Just, you guys got any names yet? Uh, we we do have a name picked oh. out. We had a name picked out right away. That was um, 
gender neutral. Gotcha. So I, I remember you telling me that. Yep, if yep. it was a guy or a girl, we're we're ready to go. We just got to figure out the middle name now. So who whose idea was that? Uh, I think we both like it, the idea. To be honest. Gotcha. Okay. But I mean, well, to have it ready before you guys. Man, that's just something. I think it's something that we just always did, whether we were going to have kids or didn't. You know, we would always just randomly talk about names. Love it. We uh, uh, my family specifically is a big like nickname family. Yep. So we're always just calling people wacky names, and I think it just ends up being something we talk about. What's what's your nickname? I don't know. You had a nickname. Oh, I got tons of nicknames, but my favorite nickname right now is all my nephews and nieces call me KB, like the letter K and B, because when they were little, they couldn't say Caleb. So now everybody calls me Uncle KB. 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 But Love it. Cool, cool, cool. Poop's got a pretty easy nickname. Chisel Dad, but I mean Coop. All right, bro. Are we done? Yeah, yeah. So okay. the purpose of this podcast today is we just finished up reading a book called uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I just had it pulled up. Uh, written by Stephen Covey. Yep. And every book I read is a good book. To be honest with you, Coop, this book was for me kind of a three out of five. Um, I mean- however, if you're just getting into reading and just getting into kind of your journey of entrepreneurship or self-improvement or sales or uh, a new relationship. I mean, it is, there's everything he says in there is great. It just, to me was a lot of repeat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, like our, our big thing is, um, anything is better than nothing sometimes. Yeah. The, the worst plan in the world is better than no plan. Exactly. Um, so we're not, again, we're not dogging this book. I think with the types of books that we've read, this, like Caleb was saying, was just a lot of the repeat stuff, but it was, it's always good to hear a different perspective. Um, or different His stuff on parenting, Coop, was probably maybe the most valuable for you, maybe? Oh, no, that, I didn't, nope, I didn't really... <laughs> <laughs> That like it, it was it was great stuff, you know. Um, but it's it's also things that we've talked about, right? So like, are we just gonna get in and talk and like get going, or yeah, go ahead, or just talk? So like, you know, chapter one, I thought was was great. You know, he talks about paradigms and principles, um, and and basically he talks about like we all have our own principles and paradigms on how we see the world. Um, but in order to, before you can change a situation, you have to change your perception of how you see it. Um, which I thought, you know, it's something you hear over and over and over again, but it was just great how he, how he said it. Um, like you, you know, you see the world from your point of view and there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that, but being aware of those, I don't want to say flaws, but just being aware of who you are and understanding you're seeing something based on how you see the world is it's never going to be the same how someone else is see it. It's gonna that might've been the best part of the book for me. Yeah. It's, it's never, it's never, it's never going to be the same way how someone else is see it. And so knowing that information, um, being able to 
um, understand the other person. You again, you have to change your perception on on that. So that was um, the analogy of the painting, correct? Yep, exactly. Yeah, that that was a really good part of the book. Um, and I and I love he had a line in here. We um, we can't solve problems with the same thinking that got us into them. Mm. Yeah, like a lot of business owners struggle with that. One of my favorite shows to watch in my free time is called The Profit. Okay. Where um, I can't remember his name, but he comes into a struggling business and says, hey, you know, this is what you're going to do. I'm going to invest in your company for X amount. And the biggest part of his struggle is getting them to operate the business properly because they just want to get a bunch of money and then keep operating how they are. Yep. Um, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So yeah, I thought chapter one was was great. Um, man, you know what? I'm gonna just jump to habit seven. Um, synergize or synergizing. Um, this was really powerful. Um, you know, because when I think of synergize, like synergy or you know, synergizing, however you want to say it. You know, it's coming together as a group and coming up with a great plan product, but just as a collective, right? You can do more together than by yourself, basically. Um, I loved how he made it like in his definition, it was coming together and basically creating a, like another entity with the thoughts of everybody. Right. And now that, like, that was so powerful to me because like, you know, when you think of, organizations like big companies or even like small companies like you have multiple ideas and different viewpoints but moving together as one entity right and so i I thought that was powerful um and he also talked about communication heavy in this in this chapter or habit seven um or not, excuse me, not habits, habit six, excuse me, habit six. I was, I was, I was waiting because I yeah. was like, that's not what I have. Yeah, yeah, habit, habit six was, uh, was, Thank goodness. Yeah, habit six, sorry. Um, but he talked about communication and he talked about this early in the book, but I thought it was so powerful. He talked about the two halves of the brain, right? And he talked about the right side of the brain is more emotional and the left side of the brain is more logical. Um, and he was just saying like in today's world, again, if you're not aware of yourself, your personality, you might have a situation that you need to be logical, hence use the left part of your brain. But if you're so used to dealing in the emotional, your right side of the brain, you're never going to figure like those situations will always be the hardest for you to overcome if you don't understand that. Um, and so then he talked about in today's world, people are only using, um, they're only using half their brains when they communicate. Right. And he, he all tied this together when it comes to communication and synergizing is understanding and valuing the differences of other people. And he talks about, you know, and like, when I thought about this, I thought about you and I, Caleb, right. Um, I'm, you know, I'd be the first one to admit I'm a more emotional energy driven guy. Like I love using that part of my brain, my right side. 
I understand based on my personality coaching that my left side of my brain, my more logical side, I'm not strong. I'm not strong in, but Caleb brings a lot of that logical stuff to our, to our, no, all the time. Shut up. (laughs) He, (laughs) he, He brings that to, to the, uh, to the table. And so, and again, this is where understanding people's differences is understanding that he's going to see the world differently than I will. And so me understanding that, like, if I get into an emotion or like, I feel like I need to respond or do something quickly, I'd step back and I bounce it off Caleb, see what Caleb, Caleb thinks. And it's like crazy how he like helps me turn on my left side of my brain and we logically talk through it. <laughs> so that, so I thought, I thought that was so powerful. And, and you know, my, my wife's the same way as well. Like she's a more logical person. She always shoots me straight, even though I don't like it, but I know I need it to grow. Right. Gotta have feedback. You gotta have feedback. Right. And I, I also love, he talked about in the same chapter about, I didn't get the names, but he talked about the two, the two guys that started Google. Right. He said that they didn't agree on anything but they understood that both both of them understood and valued each other's differences to create this phenomenal product like google i mean google is like i mean google's everywhere ask google <laughs> you got to be a top 5 company you you get you got you got to be and and it's again it's understanding the people around you and and understanding strengths weaknesses and how you you all can synergize that together and create something massive so yeah i I love it i love it um he also had he also had a great a great uh line in here he said don't build your emotional life around someone's weaknesses run with their strengths and compensate their weaknesses complement them Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yep, I'm done. I'm done." So, like, yeah, like this book, it was, you know, it like, you know, like Caleb said, it's it was a three. I know I might give it like a like a three and a half, four, but I mean, every book you can find gems, and there was some great mm-hmm. um in this book for sure. So he's a very like this the way he wrote this book, you can tell he's probably an amazing speaker. Yeah, as well. Yep. Um, it just was a little bit repetitive for me. Uh, I, I always like the last habit is sharpening your saw, the actual habit oh, yeah. seven. Yep. And it's always a great reminder to make sure that you're doing a book club and you're working out and you're talking to people that are different than you with different perspectives and you're trying to be the best version of yourself. So that was a nice way to end it. You know, um, yeah. it's going to at least put you in the top 5% of people if you're doing that stuff. Exactly. And I, and I also want to, you know, before we yeah, yeah. end this here, I just want to touch quick on habit too. Um, when he talks about begin with the end in mind. Um, and I can't remember who we had on the podcast. I think it was your boy um, when you were in Colorado. Kevin. Kevin, yes. I believe it was him. And he, he talked about this. Him and He said him and his wife, they always, like once a year or, <clears throat> you know, they have a cadence that, they just look at what the end goal is and then they are looking what they're doing like on a quarterly monthly like weekly basis um and so 
that's a big thing is just make sure you know where you're going, like where you are, where you're going and what are you doing and get, getting there. Um, and I think this was also the chapter. Oh yeah. He put a lot of great stuff in this chapter. Um, that was, this is probably the best chapter of the book it, for me. He talks about the cop. Is this where he talks about the quadrants? I think so. Yeah. He talks about the quadrants. So he might have to help me here, Caleb, but basically breaking down your priorities into different quadrants. I think it was number. The first quadrant was urgent and important. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two was important, but not urgent. Um, and then three was urgent, but not important. And then four was not important and not or, uh, urgent. Um, and he was basically saying, like, you want to be in uh, quadrant two most of the time, where it's it's urgent, but it's not important. Like, that's where you do the maintenance. That's where you, where you have things not become urgent and important because he was saying in today's world people just run on urgency and things that are important important instead of yep. being proactive um yep they're and, always just dealing with, with what's in front of them exactly exactly so yeah i thought this was a great a great chapter he talked about having a, a mission statement f- that guides your actions a family mission or personal yep family and personal statement, you know like that was also powerful um yeah, man. So, like, I mean, there there was, uh, again, like, a lot of it was repetitive, but there was definitely a lot of great gems um, in this book. And, like, really, when you read a book, if you get one gem, you know, like, Grant, Grant Cardone says, like, yeah, this book might cost 25 bucks, but it just takes one idea. Yeah, it's probably worth your time and money. Exactly. It just takes one idea to build that thing um, that you always wanted to do or, or just give you that push. It just takes one thought, one idea from that book. So I'm not saying you can't learn from uh, TV or music or just kind of your, you know, your, your normal, what's perceived as normal American leisure. I'm not saying you can't get inspiration that way, but yeah, the chances you, can't be as high as if you're reading a book well, or it, well, attending it, a seminar. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and it's just intentional. Like, you can really learn from anything if you're intentional, intentional, yeah. Right? Like, not every book is an educational book, you know? Like, and again, like, you know, I'm sure you said you watched uh, The Prophet. Prophet. I'm sure there's a ton of gems in there, you know? Like, one of the things I've been watching lately has been Undercover Billionaire. Like, those are things that when we watch, you know, Caleb and I, like, we're trying to educate like we're trying to educate while at the same time having some entertainment but you know it just depends on what you what you make your priority again you know so yeah yeah you i mean you got to remember uh this is something i'm guilty of all the time is you know be intentional about your having fun too life's fun yeah exactly. um, yeah i'm definitely yeah. that midwest mentality where i'll just work till the, the sun's down but you got to remember to shut off too yeah, exactly. Nope, I hear you, bro. I hear you. So, yeah, guys, that was the seven habits of highly effective people. Um, you want to introduce the next book, or should I? I got to pull, uh, pull it. Uh, it's it's called The Big Leap, if you could help me with the author. Yeah, uh, it's Gay Hendricks. Uh, this, this, this is one of our first guest's favorite books, I'm pretty sure, Joey Cameron. Okay, okay. And what I know of it, his favorite part of the book is something called the upper limit thermostat. 
is once you start achieving some success, a little voice in your head say starts saying like, "Hey, man, like this is about as big as you can get," and it's making that big leap to kind of blow through that. Yeah, um, he lo- he 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 loves this book. It's been on my list for a long time, so I'm excited that we're gonna read it. I'm pumped, dude. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Um. Yeah, guys, so that, that was uh, this episode, episode 77. Bro, it was 76. What are you doing? It was 70. 70- I can't tell if you're messing with me or not. It's 76. <laughs> you better you better play oh, no. it back. Oh, you're right. Oh, man, I'm I'm wrong. It's 77. It, Coop, you got up too early this morning. Amateur amateur hour right now going on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. This is episode 77. Um, see, that's why Caleb's the logical one, guys. I'm the high emotion, high energy. Coop, I will <laughs> see you next week. Hang on. Just wait. No? Just wait. I thought you were rapping. Please rate. Oh. You uh, subscribe. <laughs> All right, guys. See you next week, everybody.